Welcome to the OT Ladies Podcast. This is Sarah. And this is Dino. Thank you for tuning in to our latest podcast episode. Sarah and I decided to include some episodes named Coffee with Dino and Sarah in our podcast. And we choose a random topic to talk about it. So today is not necessarily a fun topic, but uh, it's a hot topic for 2020, which is the side effects of COVID. Not necessarily direct side effects, but all kinds of things that are coming out in terms of our culture, maybe medical aspects, socially, you know, how this year has really changed a lot of things. Yeah, so definitely we are not here to vent about year 2020. Also, we don't want to say that we're against uh, science behind this or against of any current situation but as two occupational therapists we're just having some I would say fun talk or maybe not fun but definitely a good conversation over having maybe some tea or coffee <laughs> right Sarah yeah so I think that you know we have our opinions of course you know on what we believe and whatnot and working where we do in our situations but we were going to try to stay away from politics as much as possible and kind of just focus on just some of these things that are that are going on, you know, in our friends, our families' lives that, you know, or maybe even us that have been impacted by this. That's true. As we can feel it, everyone is emotionally exhausted by the current situation, like nationwide. Mm-hmm. So social media doesn't really help much, I feel, and then it's having a huge impact on families, everyone that follows social media, somehow it's been under lots of stress. And sometimes I feel without doing enough research about the current situation, they let all these social media affect them very much. Mm -hmm. I think, to be honest, like I generally don't watch the news. I do read the news from time to time, but I've limited at least for me like once a week for the news. And I, I go to work five days a week and I'm in a hospital. So it's like, I, I know what I need to know kind of thing. But I feel like I get more anxiety by just like hearing all these updates. Doesn't matter about what in general, I kind of stay away from that. And I think that's kind of helped my mental health definitely this year. I don't know. What do you think about that, Jenna? No, that's, I totally agree with you. Social media, I've been noticing that I'm avoiding even simply going to some of these platforms that I used to have mm-hmm. more often on my phone to the point that I actually remove these apps from the phone. Mm-hmm. So it kind of let me have less access to them and then seeing just less news about what's going on. It's definitely helping a lot for me to just stay focused and just occupy my time with just doing other activities like reading a book doing more exercise, spending time with, you know, quality time with family, loved ones, and other things. Mm-hmm. So, Sarah, so I know the news is just telling about the death and all those, but do you have, um, I, I'll let you take over here because sometimes we talk about the research in our uh, podcast. So, tell me a little bit about the research. Like, I know that COVID is not the only thing taking people's life. Like, heart attacks or accidents do you have any 
yeah. information about that. So in terms of kind of, well, in some ways, they've released some preliminary studies that are showing like hemorrhagic strokes are increased for people that have had COVID or COVID positive. So there's like some kind of like coagulation problem and blood flow. So that's like a direct, I guess, exposure. Uh, there's people that are having some more cardiovascular issues from COVID exposure. You know, some of our patients have been on like ex ECMO, you know, that is throughout the, the regions that are really populated with COVID right now, or that was like the only life-saving measure they could have had. But then there's also the aspect of, okay, someone lost their job, their business is in ruin, they're stuck home alone and isolated, and they're either stressed or having some mood, of course, issues from that, or maybe a heart attack, because now they can't go to the gym anymore. So I think many of these conditions are multifaceted, and we're not going to really see what all the research says until a little bit of time from this episode. Right now, we're just kind of getting through. And we're starting to see some patterns and we're starting to see some data and explanation, but we don't have all the information yet. Yeah. And as you mentioned about the side effects, the mental health part of it, it's very huge. Mm -hmm. Definitely some changes in the mood and behavior, like feeling depressed and down, mm -hmm. feeling more anxious than before on a, and also using alcohol and drugs. Mm -hmm. So there is like a huge increase of using alcohol, definitely. Yeah, there is. And, mm -hmm. and then irritated mood, aggressiveness. Mm -hmm. So definitely the mental health is very much being affected. I would say for, you know, it, it doesn't have any ages from, you know, young people to mid-age or elderly population somehow having a hard time to cope with. Oh yeah, the the older people are very isolated. You know, they're stuck, you know, if if they're following, you know, what's being recommended and especially if their families are stuck doing other things or they're far, they're not allowed to travel or they shouldn't travel, whatever your kind of belief is on either side, they're alone a lot of the time and it's taking a big toll on the elderly population and I think also the kids too. Like on either side, like the middle people might be working, whether it's remote, you know, they're dealing with their own issues or having to go to workplaces with this current pandemic or even not working. But the very young and the very old are bored and stuck kind of doing nothing, you know. So, I mean, I mean, there's a spectrum. There's definitely people in the middle age group that are stuck doing nothing, too. But it, it's hard. Yeah, so what I actually notice uh, with more younger population, there is more frustration with with them not being around other kids much, not doing activities that they used to do in you know bef as much as before, and they're more agitation definitely with younger population. Mm -hmm. um, with more adults, definitely behaviors like depression, anxiety, aggressiveness increased use of alcohol or substance abuse, definitely breaking down the dynamic of the family, uh, divorce, separation. So there are so many of side effects with adults. And also, as you mentioned, Sarah, uh, with elderly population, I just want to emphasize that, that, yeah, there is also 
just being isolated alone enough like that is a huge uh, side effect of this situation than anything else just not being able yeah I think the saving grace for the younger people or the tech savvy not to put people in categories but the older individuals that don't know how to use a computer or their phone and they, they don't know how to do the FaceTime, they don't know how to program their TV and get, get new things to watch, you know, they are really stuck because they can't utilize the tech and, you know, the, the other way of communicating to people, which is, you know, from texting and, and video calls and all of that. Whereas, you know, some of the younger kids, they already know how to use a phone at five. So, you know, that kind of helps with that isolation if someone, you know, has the basic kind of tech information and knowledge, but that's a whole other thing. And and there's just so many misconceptions about things like a lot of lack of education about why we do what we do, what's recommended, like for the, even the mask itself, you know. In the beginning, it's like we didn't know what was droplet. We didn't know that there was an airborne component. So people would be like, oh, well, I have to wear a mask because it's a rule, but I don't want to. Or this is a mask just to protect the elderly. Or I don't know. And then there's people like, well, I want a mask, but I don't know if this is the right mask. I think that was I was that category. I didn't know, you know, if it was airborne or if it was droplet or, or which thing I needed. So there was just a lot of, you know, the confusion. And I, in some ways that's going to happen when we don't have all the information yet. But it was just happening so quickly, but yet not fast enough. <laughs> but, you know, I see that sometimes when people sitting inside the car and they're by, by them, themselves and they wearing this surgical mask, do you think that is pretty much protecting anything Sarah it's just a surgical mask being alone in a car and driving well I think it depends because are they going to pick someone up really soon you know are they you know I don't know what that person next to me is doing and theoretically in the beginning the CDC thought it was droplet and I think it was the who and there may be someone listening or you will correct me but I think it was the who that said we don't know yet so let's say airborne until we know <laughs> yeah and then more research came out that showed okay hey there's some airborne components and now it's kind of considered partially airborne uh so that's why the n95 or the poppers or the higher level masks would be the appropriate one so going yeah. back to your initial question you know if, if someone's in a car and has a surgical mask well, I don't think that's a bad idea because maybe they're going up to a drive through and they're going to roll their window down and then that would be all of their air going out, you know, to that person. Or maybe they're about to pick up their elderly parent or something. And then if they have two people in a car, it is actually recommended. I read it somewhere. I don't remember where, but that it's recommended that if you're driving that you do wear a mask if you're with another person. So mm-hmm. I kind of feel like, you know, well, maybe it's a reason. From like when I get in my car and I'm going straight home, I don't wear a mask because I know I'm going straight home. And then that's my yeah. one time, not eight and a half hours of my day of not wearing a mask. Because, you know, the maskne is real. <laughs> I have such bad acne 
from all yeah. this time, just, you know, more than eight hours plus, you know, your lunch break that you eat off in a random place so you're not by anybody, but then you have to like take a bite and put it back on. You got to make sure you don't have any oil in your lips because you'll break out even more. So you have to really be like, you know, there's that going on. And then, you know, if you go anywhere at any other point, the grocery store or you're out and about, you have to wear a mask, obviously. So it's like, there's that yeah. too. So I wear it when oh. I feel like, you know, I obviously should. And then whenever I get a chance not to wear it, I am letting my face breathe. <laughs> exactly. Like skin infection oh. or just, I guess like skin allergy mm -hmm. due to washing hands every two minutes or using antibacterial liquids to kind of wipe wipe the hand and clean I guess they are not even that healthy for the skin yeah uh, it, it's definitely drying but I have lotion like by my desk I, I put the lotion on like when I can come back to my computer and stuff and that helps so that my skin isn't cracked but mm -hmm. at least it's clean and then whenever I have a chance because you know you gel in you gel out when you walk into rooms I always go to the mean like nursing station and I wash my hands which you know, after you have to do the gel in the gel out for, you know, the hospital compliance in any hospital throughout the country, or you should be doing that. But when I go to the main nursing station, after I just wash my hands, it feels so good to just get all that residue from the, from the uh, alcohol, uh, you know, the hand sanitizer off my hands and just like wash my hands with normal soap and water. And I don't know, I, I do that quite a bit. And then I do the lotion. But I feel like my hands aren't struggling, but I don't have something like eczema. You know, people that have like eczema and they can barely tolerate washing their hands once or twice, they're going to be struggling. But, oh, for sure. You know. And also establishing poor habits, such mm -hmm. as just being dependent to media and watching news 24 hours. Oh, yeah. Instead of, yeah, instead of doing anything productive during the day. That increases more, as we mentioned earlier, you mentioned it, Sarah, that it can cause even more cardiac issues too, just being mm -hmm. at home 24 hours and then just being hooked onto media. So that's not definitely great. Mm -hmm. So Sarah, tell us about just that being alone in home. Like, do you have any other input about it? Like loss of one's identity and... I think communication is different. Yeah. Like to this day, I'll smile at somebody. I'll be like, what am I doing? They don't even see my face. <laughs> like, but I try right? to like raise my, my eyes. I think that, you know, the <laughs> eyes are the, the window to your soul or something. I feel like that's a quote from something, but they still are. And now that you can't use the rest of, you know, your face for expression, you really have to show it in your eyes, your eyebrows, your forehead, and your hand gestures. And I've always been a big hand gesture person. Um, I move around a lot when I talk. So I think it's easier for me to kind of express myself um, with that, because I've never really been subtle with my body language. But I think that it, it's challenging, you know, for for people that can't see as well. And then you have, you know, a barrier between yourself and that person for the people that are hard of hearing, whether you're oh. the one in the mask and the face shield or whether it's two masked people, you know, trying to talk that you know, even the way the sound waves, you know, the bounce off of your like cheeks and and um like the side of your face it, it funnels to your ears so when you're wearing a mask it is actually harder to hear 
And I think that's something I never would have thought of um, if I didn't wear it all the time, all day. And I I feel like here I have hard of hearing patients and they're shouting at me and I'm shouting at them. And I'm like, (laughs) oh man, this is a key. This is the snapshot into getting older. Uh, So I have a little bit more uh, understanding for that. And, And the it's difficult to, to kind of see, like for the person, like I'm wearing a face shield all the time too. It gets fogged up, you know, whether you, if you have glasses and you have a mask, you know, and you have that, you know, it's, it's kind of like hard to see. So there's like kind of visual, sensory, uh, hearing yeah. changes from, you know, just wearing what we need to wear to, to be safe and be w- interacting in our communities. Exactly, um, especially the giving people that sense of like a tunnel vision Mm-hmm. not being aware of the surrounding very much. It's just so hard to scan visually when there is like a mask, especially like my face. <laughs> and whenever I wore those surgical masks, I felt like the entire of my face is covered. Yeah. So I just have like my eyes and a little bit of my forehead. But with those surgical masks, or I don't know if they make them extra small, or not, but I feel like it's just not comfortable because I, I don't hear well with the mask. I don't, I, I can't talk well. I don't know what people are mad at me or they're angry or they're smiling. And I'm, I'm very much, I read people's expressions a lot. And when I can get that, okay, I don't know what they saying. It's just like, it's just so frustrating to me. Also, people might fall easily because they're not seeing well with those. They can just like trip over and fall about losing businesses and then closing down small businesses that's a very unfortunate thing Mm -hmm. I did have a very small uh, coffee place here uh, where I live we used to go there and then sometimes get coffee on a weekend and about uh, just two months into this pandemic I've heard that that place closed down which was kind of like sad so imagine Mm -hmm. like there's so many of these small businesses that they lost their job Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, that's another, you know, unfortunate side effect. Yeah, definitely. I think that it's more important than ever this year to be supporting small businesses, you know, startups, self-made people. And, you know, if you have money and you're able to, to go and, and get food from these places to do it, you know like the takeout and all the options and and ordering online you know there's a lot of I feel like a lot of companies you know the big ones and the small ones have really showed so much ingenuity you know to to Mm -hmm. make their businesses marketable during COVID there's this small business this barbecue restaurant probably a block from us we actually really we go there a lot we think they're they're good and it's just like a one kind of hole in the wall but great food place Mm-hmm. And since the beginning of COVID, like the main owner, who's also a chef and he wears like, you know, the literally the white and uh, yeah. outfit and the white hat, he stands yeah. outside all day, like most days. And he twirls a sign that's like, come, we're, we're open. And he is his business and he is out there trying to get people from the street to come. Oh uh, my it's goodness. like, you know, talk about, you know, he's doing what he wants, what he needs to do. And they're still open. Um, he even had like a text that he sent out 
I don't know how I got my name in, in this, you know, thing that they're texting me. But they basically said, thanks for, you know, supporting us. We were able to give our employees a raise. And that was like, it went out two weeks ago or something like that. So I don't know. There's a lot of companies that, that they might be struggling, but they've either risen to the opportunity or their industry was more in demand than ever. You know, I think there's a lot of companies that are actually doing better than they were before COVID. Uh, maybe not initially, everybody seemed to struggle that first month, uh, but kind of what's happened after depends on the industry. And also, you know, the ones that did have marketable businesses, how they s responded to that with, with what the resources they could. You know, some people, they couldn't take a month of, of not having income, which makes sense, right? They're a small business. But some people were fortunate to be able to, to survive past that. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. So also we approaching more holiday season mm -hmm. and, you know, Thanksgiving we've passed and, you know, holidays coming, it makes it like much harder for people to just sit in home and not seeing their loved ones. Mm -hmm. And Sarah, let's just talk about a little bit of maybe some positive side effects of COVID. Mm -hmm. So what is the good thing out of this? I think that... Out? People have had the opportunity to see what's important. If they got laid off, for example, that was not me, but I'm just hypothetical here that maybe they had the opportunity to be more with their friends, their families, and or find new hobbies, new things to do, uh, things they always wanted to do, but maybe didn't have the time. And even the people that were working, maybe they were remote now and they can not have to deal with the crazy commute and the traffic and they maybe had anywhere from a half hour to an hour and a half more time each way they would have been driving you know and now can apply yeah. that to something else in their life whether it be home improvement like a lot of people a lot of home improvement this year has been happening they are sold out in terms of you know windows and patios and and remodels there's a lot of people wanting to do that right now whether themselves or hire someone then there's you know people developing their garden and and just getting so excited about you know their their house and then there's people i know you love to hike there's so, so many more people looking and, and going to national parks this year I, I read that somewhere in some article that they've mm -hmm. just experienced so many people trying to camp and, and, and interact with the wonderful uh, landscape we have in this country mm -hmm. um, and be outdoors instead of be cooped up inside. You know, if you can work remote, which I don't have the luxury to do that, but if you can work remote, why not be anywhere that you have internet? So, exactly. you know, of course, with video calls and stuff like that, it's, it's within a reason. But I think there's a lot of opportunities from that yeah just improving the relationships in a family it, it can it can be a good thing mm -hmm. uh, people learn how to spend quality time with with each other instead of just being more focused on going out constantly just spending quality time together and learning new skills mm -hmm. some people started new career some people learn a new language mm -hmm. and some people started going back to school and taking online courses mm -hmm. and some people actually developed their own gym at home mm -hmm. so they bought more weights which was so hard to find them I and 
they built up their own, you know, the weight and, you know, all those, like, they do have, a, like, a gym now instead of yeah. going to the gyms. It's and, true. Yeah, some gyms actually started being outdoor gyms. So I saw, actually, um, we were close to one of these gyms that they started closing off the parking space in front of the building and they moved all their, you know, weight machines outside. Mm -hmm. So now there are p people going to, to the gym, but they're working out outside in front of the building, mm -hmm. which is a novel idea. It so, is. Yeah. So our quotes for tonight. So I would say that get health advice from a healthy, wise man and don't be hooked on the media to live your life based on that. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Dana. I appreciate all of our listeners tuning to OT Ladies Podcast. If you enjoy, like us, leave us a comment, and connect with us via our Gmail address, otladies at gmail.com. <laughs>